0: Bandwidth for the Weird Things podcast provided by Wired Tree. For sites of any size and world class customer service, head on over to wiredtree.com.
1: Hello and welcome to the After Things podcast. I'm Andrew joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello. Justin Robert Young. Hello. And Mr. Bryce Castillo. Oh, like there. Hello. Oh, oh. God. Hello. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I want to update. How's this scam podcast con thing? I've heard so much about. What is this? This is a YouTube did, channel? What did, is
2: this? Did we disclose like full numbers last time? Or no? I t- I think I we were cagey we last time. Yeah. yeah, you did not. Uh, uh, did not. uh, uh So, so, um. I don't know. I'm gonna let. We can reveal as
0: much as you want to reveal. I I reveal everything. I don't. I'm
1: gonna guess. I'm gonna guess.
0: Go Go ahead. Nine hundred downloads. Well, I will. I will say. All right, there. When we were on launch. Eight (laughs)
1: fifty.
2: That's my bet. That's my lowest offer. I'm not going any lower.
0: (laughs) When we were on launch day, when we were literally leaving where we usually eat. Lunch on Mondays, and then come here to the studio to do weird. Oh, things. you guys
1: eat lunch together now?
2: Together, yeah, like no, no. It's thing. at Very the top. Nice time. You wouldn't have ever seen it. It's at the top of a five-story flights-up mm. uh, bed and breakfast.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, bed and bed and breakfast. Mm. Go on. Nothing um, surprises me.
0: So uh, uh, when we were leaving, we uh, I asked Brian what his guess on just audio only. Downloads would be per episode, and we determined that uh uh forty thousand was like our over under per episode in, in in
2: terms of like holy cow, we have a thing that launches day one at over forty thousand because that's that's one of the things like um uh, for example, on the uh, Scam School channel, there'll, people, there'll be people who are like, uh, yo, what's up with this channel? I, I, I see a bunch of like 3 million view whatever's and now every new post only gets 45,000 views. What's going on? It's like, no, they all start at 45,000 views. It's just that every so often you have an outlier that has a runaway success, that kind of thing. So, so like to be out of the gates at 40,000
0: well, is and also, it's as like-
2: good a launch as Scam School had. By a lot. Yes.
0: Uh, obviously, things develop a little slower in the podcast world than they do on YouTube. I mean, uh, we, uh, we,
2: we didn't even come to YouTube
0: for two years on Scam School. Yeah. 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 So I don't get what your point is.
2: I've, uh, well, I, I, it sounded like you were trying to differentiate the two, but, but yeah. Scam School started as a podcast, and this is a podcast, so...
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a different kind of podcast. Uh, yeah. All it's, I'm it's, saying.
2: It's the kind of podcast I don't know that what, launches. How the hell did finger. this thing get
0: made with this crew here?
2: What I'm trying to say is it's the type of thing that launches on the exact same platform as Scam School, but day one is doing better than Scam School did. That's where I'm headed. Yes. Uh, By a lot.
0: Like, well, two of the things. Like, yeah, it. it Depends on what we're defining as day one. Uh, the first day, okay. Uh,
2: like like the first episodes of Scam School, a video podcast. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, uh, that double dipping with a high res and a low res uh, version in total together. Yeah. The first uh, couple of episodes or the first run of episodes were around thirty five thousand views total. Uh, this podcast. uh immediately audio only not even counting the video versions or the versions that are posted elsewhere is doing roughly double what scam schools launch is was
0: at the time yes
2: well and better than what what scam nation
0: to this very day does um yeah so uh 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 yeah, forty k was the was uh, an over under, and now everything is over that, which is, which is good. Yes, right. Whether or not it got there on day one. Uh no, no, no. I,
2: I, 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 I get. I, yeah. I, 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 I by all what i'm trying to say is by all measures this is out of the I just wanted the to make sure that, scam that, school. that this
0: wasn't that this wasn't a total failure because you were no, like oh no, no it had I'm to trying, get 40,000 on day 1 no no
2: no no no, no. I'm, I'm i'm saying i'm saying that that scam school when it launched nobody knew who this was or what this was it had no youtube yes, it had no background yes, it had no yes, platform yes yes uh, 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 and it was considered a success at the time. This is doing roughly double all of those numbers is what I'm trying to say.
0: Okay. Uh, yes. So it it is, uh, uh, it's, it's doing better than we expected. All the episodes now are over what our initial expectation was. The uh, uh, biggest episode is uh, uh, the second one, uh, largely because we got a, a bump from, uh, uh, Darknet Diaries. So a lot of people heard that first episode on that feed, and then came to our feed to listen to the second one, which is great. Um, that is trending at uh, it'll be at seventy thousand in the next uh, uh day or two, based on the current numbers. Uh, the first episode, which again, uh, had the you know it was in the feed for uh, uh Darknet Diaries, is only trending at. Uh, uh, you know, a uh, twenty thousand less than that, so it's it's over fifty thousand. So is episode three and episode four, which was only released fourteen days ago, is only trending a couple thousand behind those two. So in total, uh, less than a month because we launched it on the fifteenth, so we are now three days away. From a month after the first launch, we are at 160,000 total downloads. Which
2: uh, we also had a really good conversation where we learned a little bit more about how podcast advertising differs from uh, YouTube advertising, whereas YouTube integrations tend to be very infatuated with a particular episode and a 45-day to 90-day window or whatever. Uh that is not the world of podcasts.
0: Well, at least for programmatic ones and 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 you know, so uh we are we are at a point where thankfully it's a it's an evergreen show and uh, uh if anybody gets into one episode, they're going to have a chance to get into a lot more because it'll all be there and it's not necessarily going to be particularly more to any one moment in time. They'll be they'll be available for it'll be very bingeable as we go forward.
1: I think that's kind of the secret to kind of podcasting is that like youtube i mean you can watch youtube videos from a while ago but podcasting if it's if it is evergreen you don't care if it's eight days ago or eight months ago or eight years ago you know you go back and people like we we get people all the time we're like oh i went listen to your show and then i went back and watched you listen to every other episode yeah because it's, it's super convenient easy to do and you know I think that's it's gonna be exciting I think that's wonderful guys those numbers are fantastic I'm you know I'm sure when you high-five each other when you have your lunch together your special lunch together you know you gotta you, feel really what good you about you even
0: it. do you you, uh, you are the person I've had lunch with the most in, yes in yes life.
1: Justin exactly like I think you made my point precisely Justin <laughs>
0: I don't think anyone will beat our record. Like I go I have lunch with him once a week. It would I, I had I had lunch with the I think sometimes we had two lunches. Like look, we 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 had a look, we had an early lunch and then a late lunch in like one day. We did it every day. you think he's maintained
2: this. the belt this long. It's by a <laughs> shaming. Oh, you we do
0: never be lunches. broken. It's an unbeatable best, record. Part, I've had so the, many
1: lunches with Andrew. The best part of this is Justin like feeling that like I'm like the the like this this jill is like the fear of like oh no he he finally found out and oh no I've gotta to explain to him no I we'll, we'll wonder always where have our I lunches get that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so uh the the big thing that we found out is uh and 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 I think this was fairly new to both of us in in these terms is that um so we we've talked a lot on this program about in the YouTube universe how AdSense numbers are kind of garbage because, you know, they're, they're algorithmic. They just kind of, they stop the action, they throw in an ad and that's that. Um, in the podcast universe, there is no big bad bully like Google to force feed all of that stuff. Yeah. And so absent that there's a number of different competing products that will go back through your entire RSS catalog and will update all of the past episodes with, you know, with, with, with uh, geographically appropriate, um, you know, algorithmically distributed number of ads. Um, and what happens is uh, the astonishing thing to me was on the conversation we had when they flat out said, like, we pretty much give two rats asses how any one episode does. If you tell us that the RSS feed as a whole does a hundred thousand Listens or downloads, and and maybe 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 all of that is everybody listening to one episode. Maybe all of it is is people, you know, I don't know, ten thousand people discovering the whole series and binging it. Whatever, we don't care. If you can promise us a hundred thousand per week, we could promise you this kind of money. Yeah, and that was fairly transformative for us.
0: Yeah, I mean, because uh, uh, I think it's it's possible with a show like this. um you know I, I i i'm I'm excited to keep uh, uh, going because we're not that far off based on on this trend now the question is uh, you know traditionally in podcasting, I had always understood the 90 day window to be the big window. So like your number that you say, okay, X amount of people hear this podcast is generated by your 90 day window. And I think so far we are doing really, really well with that. And, and there is still advertising opportunities that do use those metrics. So now we are coming up on a, the first third of, of, of what we would do. In terms of of understanding exactly what the top end of this and I think we can fairly accurately predict that our average of the four scripted episode not counting the Q&A will land somewhere between 70 and 100,000 per episode, which is uh, good. That is, that is you know, in, if you look at just rate cards and stuff like that for, for your average off-the-rack advertising, that's in the top end. I mean, obviously, we're not talking about the, you know, Joe Rogans and, and, and stuff like that of, of, of the world that are, are, you know, kind of playing in their own ecosystem. But, um, you know, for something that, that, is, that is just starting out, uh, you know, so far, so good.
1: How does how does that affect your pacing for planning more episodes or you know, like the next season? Uh, we
2: uh, I know that emotionally speaking, we got real excited about making more episodes. <laughs> uh, logistically speaking, uh, uh, we 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 are seeing uh, we're doing the best we can. Uh,
0: I have a date in mind for when season two starts. And every time that we talk about season two, Brian says some version of, you know, I know we've been talking about this date and I hang up the phone because I, I know that we would love to do it faster because it, it can go faster. We we can push it faster and maybe it will. Maybe it will come out faster, but we don't. We don't know. We don't know just yet. But I do. Am agree I supposed with Brian. to hang up the phone now? No. Is, is this my?
2: Is that my no. cue? No.
0: No. 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 that's no,
2: usually no. about how close I get to suggest to doing it faster <laughs> before you literally yes, hang up the phone? That's huh? what I usually okay. hang up the phone
0: because okay. I. I just. I don't know, maybe maybe I mean like okay. what what we All right we,
2: <laughs> I mean this is me hanging up the phone.
0: No no yeah. no 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 no. No 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 I for me but not for thee. This I is it. No, this is for like I I I I just don't it, internally even I don't want to promise anything, you know, cuz we don't um we don't know we don't know for sure uh uh how it's going to go, but I do think that um to be to be honest, the success of the show certainly gives us a lot more confidence in terms of going forward with stuff because now we've proven we can do it and we've we've proven that people like it. Um. The the big question now is uh, you know uh, uh where where does it fit in in our in our schedules uh uh and and how fast can we turn it around and and that's something where it's not like i don't uh i don't want it to come out tomorrow i would i would love it if it if it it came out tomorrow uh i just i just don't know i have uh uh, i think it'll be fast we're bringing on other people so you go make me hang up No, you 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 can talk about it. You you can talk about it. You can talk about it. You can talk about it. You can talk about about it.
2: Uh, No. uh, 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 The the biggest thing that I think we have learned is um, it's the feed, not the show. And that is a rule in podcasting that is not true of YouTube in youtube there's not a single in integration like there's no way to inject an ad through your entire back catalog on youtube and that's a real shame uh unless your name is ted google uh in which case you're thrilled about that because you have a monopoly on the ability to like a, an episode of scam school from 2009 he can drop a promo for the tomorrow war in yeah it's because he's ted google uh, the difference with podcasting is you get to be the person in charge of
0: all. You can own your feed
2: because the RSS feed is nothing but a bunch of arrows that point to files and you can always update those files. And I've never had a taste of the ability to backdate an ad campaign like this. Yeah. Because, because uh, for example, on um, uh, the Scam School channel, uh, let's, say, let's say new content does, I don't know, two to three hundred thousand views uh, per month, uh, the back catalog does another million. I can't touch that million or do anything to it or monetize them in any way, unless it's through Ted Google. It's only next week's episode that I can do an integration with. Um, whereas with, with podcasts, that's not the case. You, know, you can, you can remold reality. And in fact, you can, you can go back and mess with everyone and, you know create an in fact oh god i would love to see this somebody who has a long back catalog just morph reality and then and and take stuff that they said and then alter it in the past and then when somebody's just like didn't you say it was like I, I i don't remember saying that yeah. and then have somebody go back and listen to episode 1 and now you're saying something different than you <laughs> originally said
0: uh uh no i i think there's There's a there's a lot we can do, and and uh, you you were totally right that algorithmic ad placement is is just a fundamentally different universe in podcasting, and you know that podcasting in general is is a very weird and wooly sort of outpost to entertainment. Uh, it, it kind of, it's, it's listeners are very specific. It's patterns are very specific. Uh, it has a fairly disconnected relationship with, um, uh, you know, I guess maybe, maybe more so now with like Hollywood and TV and stuff like that. But, uh, it's, it's weird. Have, uh, have, have we already talked
2: about on this show, how you identified the three different personalities of a podcast, a YouTube? And... I don't know.
0: I don't know if we have,
2: uh, so I don't so, recall that. Uh, Okay, so um, uh, you'll have to help me complete this because I only remember part of it. Uh, 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 Justin called, and he's like, I see it now. A podcast is a person. It's a person who lives in your ears, who's there when you're doing dishes, who's there when you're driving the car, who over hours and hours and hours you come to know. Um, I forget what the second one
0: was. Twitch is a a, A coffee house. No, it's a party. It's, it's your, you have a host, right? We are hosting a party right now. And so whether or not we call out, Oh, o- Rander for being o- very uh a o- Radar for being very excited to see Brian. Yep. Or Brian just subtly winks at the camera uh, uh when when oh when he's on. Mm-hmm. Like you are now either catering or not catering, but you're holding court. You right. are you are telling stories. You're interacting. All parties are different, but and, and they you, can be you, different you, and you, cool for different reasons because the host is either very coolly engaging or very actively engaging, but it is always engaging on one level or another. Correct. And and and
2: you say party, I think of it. You know more as a coffee house, just because uh you can turn on Twitch and then do your coding and largely ignore whatever's happening. Sure, like 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 you would at a coffee house or whatever. But this is the important part: is that Justin realized YouTube is a zoo, and you don't really care what the animal does. Oh my God, the animal's eating a dead frozen chicken. Oh my God, that that animal's pawing at the the. The cage. Oh my god, that that monkey's fooled by a magic trick. Oh my god, that animal's taking a dump. Yeah, you want one thing. I'm here at the zoo. The animal better do something. Something while I, I mean, I'm here. You better better be doing
0: anything other than laying down. And that's you know you can see a lion and be like, wow, I'm in Queens right now and there's a lion. That's crazy. It's insane that I'm literally in queens new york and a lion is in front of me that's nuts you can know that logically but if he's just sitting there you're like that sucks (laughs) like that's (laughs) stupid i came all the way out here to the zoo and i'm walking around it's hot i wish he was pawing
2: at you know trying to get at the apples inside of this ice block yeah (laughs) but (laughs) when (laughs) you
0: see (laughs) the elephant and it and it you know just uh uh, of expels a a, a obscene amount of feces and you're poking your friend and you're like, Oh my God, we just saw that. Like that's the moment. And YouTube is all of those moments. It's promising you all of that. Cause it doesn't matter whether or not this is a gigantic uh, uh, expense. It doesn't matter whether or not it's a celebrity. It doesn't matter whether or not it's something that is objectively worth watching it matters that the thing happens. And the right thing now. happens when you're right sitting here now. right now. I just
2: happened to walk up to this exhibit and wow, the thing happened right there.
0: Yeah, those are the those are the successful uh, uh, videos. But there we go. My, my, my grand unifying theory of new media.
1: What would be advice you'd give to uh, maybe somebody's got a story or some topic that they want to do kind of in a similar fashion to the world's greatest con? How would you, you know... What would be your advice to a starter, somebody wanting to start something?
0: The biggest thing that I realized when I started doing uh, scripted stuff with Raise the Dead <clears throat> is uh, that I was fundamentally understanding um, creation wrong. I kept thinking that creation or that art or what I wanted to do kind of started with a brilliant seed and then was cared for and nurtured until it became a very special flower. And what, through the first season of uh, Raise the Dead, I realized, no, the, 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 the gift I can give myself is a big dumb buffet of ideas. And then listen to that and use my own uh, taste and, and uh, ability to criticize to identify what's boring and what I connect to. And then at that point say, Oh, that that's what my story is about. It was effectively the biggest gift that I could give to anybody. If I could literally just touch somebody on the face and say, make more things is just when to be brutal and when to be nurturing. Like, and me finding that line of like, no, I am slaughtering through all my ideas. I am being brutal and merciless through everything until I find the thing that I. I'm like, oh well, that works. That ideas that idea makes sense, and I can't know it on the page. I've got to, for me at least, for my process, I've got to put it out into the in into the in into the ether. And even this was the biggest challenge in working on World's Greatest Con with Brian was trying to make sure that I could still do that if I was working with somebody else. And also that, that the person that I was working with was not only making it their own, uh, but I was channeling their ideas and I wasn't just thinking for me, okay, well, uh, uh, what's the good idea? It's what's the best idea for Brian. And then being able to, to put it together. So, uh, uh, I would say for any and everything is, is just, and God, you've heard it a million times, so it's it's you know they're not new under the sun. Uh, but in, in the same way, it's like, well, oh, how do I lose weight? Well, p- put in less calories and uh, expend more. Uh, uh, rush through your first drafts, just rush, 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 like your hair was on fire. Your 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 first drafts, and and figure out that the way that actual talent and quality comes together is uh uh through the edit and even your preparation will be better once you understand it from the other side once you understand it from completing a thing um because now having rushed through crap first drafts and figuring out what i need consistently i can figure out oh this works and this works and this works and i'm really looking for this and i needed that and here are the amount of names that, that a podcast listener, I, I believe can keep in their head before it just becomes word salad. Here's how to handle time frames, and, and let me, it's, it's not too bad to keep it to two years and tell another version of a story. If it goes beyond that, because I want people to be able to keep that in your head, that then helps the research. And, uh, uh, now I know what I'm looking for a million, uh, a much better way to to go about
1: it. There was a a, remember the YouTube channel, I think every every frame of painting. Yeah. Yep. And uh, one of the things he did, which I thought was really good, is he did sort of a talked about how the Orson Welles documentary (laughs) F is for fake influenced him. Yep. And because it gets into the idea that he talked about, like, every time I did some early stuff, I would just give a list. I didn't realize that you need to use therefore or but therefore or but. And then yeah. his whole point, and it's a really good to sort of see like, how do you, how do you build structure? Not just let me throw a bunch of barf, a bunch of stuff at you and go, well, because of this, now this, and I think you get that really well, Justin, in your writing. It's I see that very clearly. You get the, for this to come next, you know, it's not just an unordered list. Y- yeah.
0: And, and that's been helpful in trying to build the dna of the shows because that's another thing that that has really kind of come clear into focus over the last few projects is like well what do people expect because i know that when i watch things or listen to things or listen to podcasts like when i listen to a new version or a new season or something like that i'm like maybe in my head i'm like well it better have This and this and this and this and this because that's why I'm here. This is what I define as a listener, the brand of of this show. And so it's like World's Greatest Con is going to face an uphill battle where we better be right on what we believe the DNA of the show is because we're going to lose World War II and Adolf Hitler (laughs) and all of our other main characters from this first season. And we're going to be going to a different world, but I, I suspect we know our DNA well enough and we are focused on the DNA well enough that we're, we're going to keep enough of the journey that, that we can tell a new story with it.
2: I mean, look, uh, I'm not worried about it. Name one podcast whose name is Serial where they screwed everything up in season season two. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, I'm,
0: I'm sympathetic to their idea, but again, that is a thing where it's like, I don't think they were comfortable, even if they understood their DNA, I don't know if they were comfortable with it. Because part of the DNA was like, hey, is this host gonna bang this murderer? <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's that's an undeniable part of it. And it's like I, if I'm her, I don't want this to be the like, what other shady character can this can, lady can be warning for? Infatuated yeah. With and
2: and think maybe, yeah.
0: Um, like, uh, I, I, I can, I can see where in, in a way that I know Brian's always going to be very excited about this crime. Right. Right. <laughs> I right. know that Brian's always going to have a
2: personal oh, no, no. tale
0: that he can tell. You know what?
2: Let's just put this on front street. I want to bang every con man. <laughs> <laughs> I won't bang them all. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: and, and I, I think that that's, that's, that's been a key of, of also trying to figure out, uh, uh. You know, and this is very much influenced by a lot. All those lunches I went out with Andrew on, and we talked about story structure. Oh, now
2: you're going on Uh, lunches with Andrew now. I see. uh, That's fine. Where I thought thought we were salad bros.
0: We where we talk about six wings,
2: (laughs) ranch on the side. (laughs) All right. Caesar salad. McConaughey.
0: Uh. Uh. Boys, stop fighting. Uh, (laughs) There's plenty of me to go around. Uh. No, we, we, we talked a lot about story structure and a lot about where things are efficient and where they're not efficient. And especially as the books came around, uh, you know, that was, I think that's, that's the one thing that I will never, like, I, I, I I do know I have to by, by my raising and the fact that at some point I'm going to have to talk to Andrew about all the things that I put out into the world is like, like, they They got to be at least, I got to have a reason why this story structure goes the way that I need to understand it. I need to get what it is and whether or not it's perfect for everybody. I need to know that, uh, all right, we're introducing character, uh, character A in seg one. We're introducing character B who is going to come into conflict with character a in seg two in seg three, we are going to get to the first blush of the conflict. And we are going to hint as to what that, that that sets the stakes for the ultimate conflict. That's going to come up in seg uh, uh, after our know, some stuff segment, Uh, we're then going to come back. We're going to give that a breather. And then we're going to come back with uh, uh, the first setup of the conflict. And then either the resolution of the conflict or an epilogue, in, in the final segment. It's like, I have to know where that's going or I have to know that I'm subverting it for a reason. Right. I need, I need to know like, okay, well, maybe society is our conflicting character and this is a man versus nature kind of thing, but I got to know where it's going beforehand or else uh, I, I, I feel like that would be a failure.
2: Uh, Andrew... Did did uh, as Justin was saying that, it occurred to me that I'm I'm fairly shocked at how much of the DNA of so many things that we do starts with us just shrugging and doing it, and then figuring out, okay, why did that work? And I think about like uh, for example, uh, you know, scam school. We figured out that there's an A block, a B block, and a C block. The A block is the sales pitch. Show me a really good trick that fools me. B block, teach it to me. I'm still skeptical. Prove to me that this is something that me, a non-magician, can do. And then the C block is this half drunk person at the bar effectively pulling it off. You know, like, oh my God, now I have a DNA. Now I know what I need. And likewise, it um I think we watched that happen with World's Greatest Con. Uh, and and certainly um you know, we've talked a bit about it, uh, about it on Monorogue, where it's like, uh, okay, there's a cold shot, a quest, a, su- su- a success condition. There has to be some kind of stakes at the end and all that stuff. Um, as a novelist, did you go in already knowing that these, like the, the best thing that ever happened to me was to stop using specific words and start using the phrase, okay, we need a thing that, a thing that, a thing that and then a thing that, and then we could finally end with a thing that. Uh, once I started getting to that level of thinking of things, it got a lot easier to create and I'm super cu- curious, like in my experience, I only discovered that after accidentally doing it and 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 you know we felt it out you know with a uh, uh, world's greatest con but but for you i I've always felt like. You had a laser-targeted approach to how you were going to write from the beginning, but I don't know if
1: I'm just projecting that on you. You're projecting, Brian. You're projecting. <laughs> um, I, there's, you know, we're pattern seekers, and sometimes we're really good at picking up patterns. Sometimes we're really good at hallucinating patterns. And the key is to sort of know the difference. And sometimes when you want to start an endeavor or you want to do a thing, you think about like, you know, we all have an experience or you know, been around like, like magic. And as a magician learning stuff, you see somebody do a trick and and your part of your brain goes, oh, I need that. I want to do that. And if you're not good at it, which I wasn't for most of my life of understanding why you would think, oh, I got to do the thing that that person's doing. That's what I've got to do. And because that's the only signal I pick up was they did X, Y and Z. Everybody clapped and and I felt, oh, I want that feeling, too. As you get more mature, you start to dissect and say, okay, what, what happened there? It's not that they just went through the motions, they created a moment, they created something in the room, and people reacted to that moment. And that had something more to do than just I put my hand here, I put my hand here, and I said these words. And storytelling is the same thing, is that in creating anything, is that you you go like, ah, oh, I loved, I love Star Wars. And you see like so much bad fan fiction comes from a fan not trying to can't really identify why they like a thing. They put all the things they like into it and then it doesn't work the way the things they like do. And it's because nothing was earned, you know, nothing had weight to it and, and nothing was there. And, and other fans might like it because it doesn't matter it already has his weight and stuff. And then you start to step back and say, okay, um, I need to have a beat and I need to have something pay off. Like why, why did it feel good when the guy won at the end? Not yeah. just, well, I just, you know, let's just have a bunch, somebody who just, you know, they win a million dollars every minute. That'll be a great movie. Like, no, it'll be a horrible movie. You won't care. And so you start to dissect it and go, you know, you start to take, oh, I, there's, I feel something here. Why do I feel this way? And how do I break that down? If I take this away and you start drawing circles around things, separate down each moment and you start to understand oh, okay, this meant something here because we established something earlier on and I distracted you in the middle, but was still there. And then when it came up, it created this connection back to there and your brain snapped together and you go, oh, wow. And that applies you know, magic to storytelling to so many other aspects. So I'd say, for me, it's, I have to analyze why does a thing work and not know it first. I don't know. And then start drawing circles. If I get rid of this, I get rid of this. Is it still there? Okay, then I, I'm closer to it. And and you'll hear me like, I'll criticize like as critical of like when, you know, we use surprise to describe comedy. Cause like, I don't think that's helpful. Cause like, to me, like, that's everything in storytelling is surprise. Like, like maybe we start from there and then we start to say, you know, a thing that's close to your expectations, but then makes way more sense than the thing you are assuming. Yeah. Because like a magic trick, like you just, this consequent, this conclusion is so much more powerful than the one I imagined.
2: Right. Uh, I know we've talked about it and I'm pretty sure we've played it on the stream uh, against terms of service but uh, uh the Kurt Vonnegut uh, shape of stories where he the very first one he draws is man in a hole he says it doesn't need to be a man about a man it doesn't need, need to be in a hole but but uh, earlier my um uh uh my my pick was chef and that is very much a man in a hole story uh guys got everything under under control he uh, uh, enters a crap storm, comes out of it, everything and is better for it. That's it. That's the whole story, right? And then it's like there's, there's boy meets girl. Doesn't need to be a boy, doesn't need to meet a girl. But he starts above average, meets a good girl. Ah, oh, it's wonderful. And then, oh, god damn it. And then he got her back again, you know? And then, uh, then he does the Cinderella story uh, uh, as, as a punch out. But, but those those giant high level thousand foot down views are 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 i think what you need and and in my case i've never started knowing what those are and then filled the gaps in i've only done things that felt vaguely right and then figured out after the fact what they were
1: well i you know david mammoth sort of had sort of a similar discussion he talked about you know story is get your hero up a tree Throw rocks at them, then get them down, and that's the, the throwing rocks at them is another critical element because if you're not throwing rocks at them, then you know you need a little bit of a change. And I I, 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 I think st-
2: the, the version that I re- I latched onto was Stephen King said create characters you love and then torture them,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then the. Yeah then Randomly kill off half of them midway through the novel because you and then, and then, then just, just say,
2: like, I don't know, this is what I got. Do you want it or not? It's a million yeah. dollars.
1: I mean, the telling is so good, it doesn't matter if it ends in just a subway coupon. <laughs> <Like> the last <laughs> chapter, it's a subway coupon. <laughs> cool. I really liked how we got here. Uh, I, I, yeah, I think that for me, it's just I start with a, I, I'll have a character. And then, But I don't sit down to write until I have my character and my conflict. And because I write series, I usually have my character. And then I got to figure out what will be an interesting conflict. What's what's a hole to put them in or a tree to put them in? How do I torture them? You know, what can I do? It's going to be entertaining to watch them try to solve this problem. And it needs to fit with them. I'm not going to take my Sloane McPherson character and, you know, put her on a a satellite with a, a radioactive core that's about to, you know, Kill everybody on board as it de-orbits. You know that's going to be you know a Dave Dixon story, you know. And I'm not going to put Theo, you know, into a situation where, you know, it's it's going to be more of a Jessica Blackwood, where it's going to be more about why a human, how a human could, en- how we the psychology of the human that did it. You know. Yeah. So I mean, so,
0: um, I think my 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 last kind of element on this is that communication is really crucial. In fact, in a lot of ways, it's the only thing that matters in storytelling is that, or a lot of the reason why uh, storytelling fails is because whether or not you realized it, you're making very, you're, you're sending a very noisy signal, you know? So it's like, we were talking about bad fan fiction. It's like, all right. Well, if it's a Star Wars story, and my main character is the 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 son of Leia and Han, but they're also at Jabba's palace, but also Jabba's palace was moved to Endor, but also Yoda is is now having you know raising a Luke clone or whatever. It's like all Already these ideas. Force Awakens. Yeah, basically is the Force Awakens. Uh, all these ideas while they're just things that people like, or they might find fascinating about this world, but you don't realize is that when, by the time that it gets to your audience's brain, they're now attaching a bunch of other stuff that they think about all these things. And so your main message is kind of muddled. And while structure, I think, uh, uh, can, can feel like it's, it's homogenizing art and that you're reducing art to something that is, is kind of on a, uh, a, a bit of a, a recipe card, it really is It all, all you're doing is honoring the brains of your audience by giving what you really want to say a clear signal so they can hear exactly what you're trying to get to. And then when, you, when you've established that, you can complicate it a little bit. And that's why it's, you know, like episode two of, of World's Greatest Con was the most challenging to write because it was the thinnest story. You know, people are writing a, 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 a con and then by the end, they wrote the con. You don't know whether or not it succeeded. You don't know whether or not uh, they don't leave and start doing it. They literally just say, the book report's done at the end. But at the, uh, the biggest challenge was how do we transmit to the audience that that's what this is about. We're setting our expectations here. We're going to set the challenges here. Brian's going to tell the story. And then once we did that and we figured out a way that that could be communicated effectively, then we can add things on top of it. Then we can figure out like, okay, like if, if we know where the beats are, we know that this idea is going to get, into the brains of everybody listening to it on schedule, then you can complicate.
2: Well, and, and, and it's a self-reinforcing strategy because by virtue of us having felt our way through it once, I could go back and I mean, tr- trust, me, both of us have <laughs> re- listened to the first four episodes a lot. And so now like Justin, we have the shorthand of Justin saying, we need that first block. It's gotta be a Brian story, something vaguely, you know, to this spoken off the cuff, and I'm like, okay, no, 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 I know exactly the story I want to tell. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we go and then it's like, okay, great. Now we have to introduce I'm like, great. Got it. Like, like now I, we, we both understand the blocks mm-hmm. and then the blocks become much, much simpler. Like, um, uh, uh, that, that also happened even, even in the television show that we did hacking the system, there was a uh, two writers that, uh, uh, one of them uh, figured out real early that Brian and Jason were never going to say whatever was written on the page. And it was best not to even bother to write a script for them. But, uh, so eventually what it became was a block that says Brian and Jason, something about spies block two. And it would be like a cut and pasted paragraph of like, get these facts right about spy history. (laughs) Block three, something i don't know cartoon characters <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then and then and so very quickly it became like uh, okay i get it i get it this is this is the part where you're just going to do whatever you're going to do this this is the part that that standards of practices says you must get right and and yeah. i think we're entering a similar area with uh with world's greatest con
1: i would on the the structure thing back there it's like Structure is always good. And even to think anything that works, I would argue there's going to be a structure there and it may not be implicit in the material itself. It could be the framing of it. What gets bad is repetitive formula. Like you have the same formula, yeah. like Mandalorian. What was frustrating for me was like, I thought Witcher had much better stories and formula for what it had to work with a material that most people weren't you know, familiar with. Mandalorian was sort of the same episode with just interchangeability into it. And it also didn't build like you could have done, I think they did occasionally they did two parters, but like you could have done more two parters and stuff and say, okay, we're not going to get the resolution we want to this really big conflict. We're going to put them in. We're just going to make it really worse at the end of this episode and then pay that off later on. And yet yeah, that was
2: not to derail us, but you just made me realize uh, I have no idea what the Mandalorian wants. We're two seasons in. What does he want?
0: To be a Mandalorian, to honor well, his Well, holy
2: cow! Like I don't know what he wants.
0: Well, like I, mean, I, he, I w- he wants uh, to take care of the child. No, not anymore. The well, child's now, already now gone. Gone. Yeah. yeah. And, and, well, he, uh, he succeeded.
2: He, 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 he has a vague sense that that maybe if he's interested, he can find out if he was raised in a cult or not. But outside of that, oh. That's wild.
1: Yeah, it's not you you get that he's building armor and getting money, but it, yeah, it's not a he's not trying to go somewhere or find something or get back to we have we have he has a history but it doesn't. The other than the child, there wasn't. Yeah, there, and that was like when they. Oh, the so, child. So, like, okay. Uh, uh,
2: you know what? L- let, let me segue smoothly into picks because I, I I know we're coming up on an hour here. Um. Uh, uh. Uh. So so my pick will be the Dark Tower series by Stephen King, who is. Uh. Uh. Roland of Gilead, the gunslinger, is pretty much the exact same archetype as the Mandalorian, and he starts off as shallow and as one-dimensional and as stoic and as stolid as. Mandalorian and yet very slowly over time you uncover the pain of the wars he's lost and the people that are that have been left behind him and by book four you're now the bulk of the book is him remembering being a 14 year old having won his guns and going out trying to conquer, you know, trying to fight the good fight with his friends, mm-hmm. and being sent east to the town of Magus or whatever, um, and and then by the time you get to six and or book five and six, you you feel this painful longing in your heart for what he wants, and I'm realizing that we've been given virtually none of that with the Mandalorian. So uh, Dark Tower does it very very well,
1: and you know, the inspiration for Stephen King doing Dark Tower was sitting there watching you know, like good and the bad and the ugly looking at spaghetti you know, Westerns. Yeah. The, yeah. Clint Eastwood's face. Yeah. 20 feet high on the screen and Stephen King going in. Well, how would I, what is this world is in? It doesn't really make much sense. If you think well, about and, it, what's and, outside of this. And, and
2: as a matter, matter of fact, uh, mistakes of production because those were shot in Italy. And so there was mistranslations and stuff. So they would oftentimes say, Oh, you're going to have to go a hundred miles East to El Paso. And anybody who knows, you know, uh, American geography would know, wait, that's west. So he would intentionally in the dark tower talk about, like, he would position about how uh, the wet, you know, he was on the Western Sea headed north, on the Western Sea headed north. And then he would talk about the sun rising uh, 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 to what clearly is not the right direction yeah. in that environment. And you're like, wait, 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 what's going on?
0: So, yeah. Yeah. Uh my my pick is I I finally got to the end of uh, Toast of London. I had, I had saved the finale the finale of season 3 is very funny. Uh boy that show. I like that. Matt show. Ferry is a treasure. Quite a bit. You saw, you, you saw the tweet, right? We we, we yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we know what the deal with that
2: is? Uh I assume it's a Netflix thing because there's vague number 1 in season 3 they specifically talk about uh, a house of cards, the American Netflix production yeah. with, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, there, there was some industry chatter about it. Um, also it makes sense because if the show is suddenly having new life on Netflix, which is where I watched all of it instead of channel four, it would make sense for, uh, a toast goes to Hollywood. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, also, in in that industry chatter, they specifically use that cagey language where they say, "including many of the characters from the original series." Oh wait, wait. What is the original? Uh, uh, the first three seasons that we've already seen. Yeah. So there is talk about a Netflix series including many oh, of the same characters. That, yeah. No, yeah, that, no, That's what i I don't know. I I haven't
0: Toast read... of America. Yeah. Yeah, I Yeah, haven't... exactly.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So
0: it would be it would it wouldn't be Toast of London, it would be Toast of America. That's gotcha.
2: what I'm that's what I'm it's looking like. Yeah. That's Dude, what they're calling it. Oh, 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 is that is that released? Yeah. I uh I, okay, cool.
1: Matt Barry bringing Stephen Toast to America um and it's going to be uh Toast in America heading to Hollywood. Uh that's built amazing. Built in Britain, but yeah
0: uh uh yeah, yeah i'm 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 very Wait. excited i look I, at john ham john ham ham more more john ham uh yeah no I, uh, good show bryce
2: uh i i i i you know i don't think i have uh, I think you should leave is very good i've i it's 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 hard not to keep watching it because it's very funny because I I will wear it out very quickly so I'll I'll
1: double down on uh I think try I me on coffin flaps I swear uh, to God all right I'll text you I'll text I'll you, be, I'll text yeah, you the next be, time I'm watching I'm gonna be flaps. in triple
0: digits by tomorrow
1: <laughs> adult ghost tour man and Dad's friend that's just
0: I love yeah now we're all just picking our favorite member of
1: New Kids on the Block like like uh, oh, I don't know Jordan's the dreamiest <laughs> um. My pick is if anybody's into software coding out there, GitHub uh, did a partnership with OpenAI. OpenAI developed a model called Codex, which is a like GPT three for code, and GitHub has the first release, which is this tool called Copilot, which works with VS Code, and I've been using it for several months, and it is amazing. So there's a sign up. GitHub's handling the sign up on that, but if you want to try to get on that highly 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 recommend it it you just start you write a comment and say i need to build a function that does blank and there's a very good chance it will just write that function automatically for you wow that's so, crazy that. mm-hmm. yeah crazy stuff and uh i've been working behind the scenes on some stuff for it and we're going to do OpenAI is going to be doing a release later this summer of the codex model and maybe some cool things you can do with it mm. Uh, interesting that's cool no i've seen I've seen a lot of chatter
0: about
2: about copilot um, and uh it looks it looks very cool it's uh It's a very fascinating use of technology yeah, and I'm suddenly realizing that we've done stories and and I'm, I'm not trying to tease anyone into talking out of school, but we like like we've seen AI recreate Pac-man just by watching it so how far off are we from, eh, let's use Pac-Man. Um, hey, AI, watch Pac-Man. Watch it a bunch. Got it? You got a Pac-Man? Great. Look at these pictures of Brian, Justin, Andrew, and Bryce. Make them the ghosts. Go. And then, uh, I, 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 it's not crazy for me to think that,
1: that we're not far from that, right? So, One of the things you have to think about when you see a system like, uh, you know, we saw the Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Autos, you know, emulating, you know, a level on Grand Theft Auto. Right. That's one model. That's one model doing this stuff. When you start tying stuff together, I'm going to use Model X to do this and Model Y to do this and maybe build some code to put it together. You can do incredible. And that's it. And I, I do a lot of talk to you know, developers are looking at working on startups to advising and stuff. One of the things I talk about is think about what you can do right now by taking two different things that that are com- compatible and putting it together an image generator with something that does blank character generator with a voice generator and all this. And you start realizing there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of things are possible even right now using stuff. If you use it in a strategic way. So
0: It's pretty insane. Pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty powerful stuff.
1: Yep, yep. So, uh, co-pilot. Check it out. Gentlemen, it's been after. Hell
0: yeah. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>